Genuine Wrestle Boys. You ready to smash some meat together? Smash some meat together. Boy. 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 Hello. Hello. Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. I'm Matt. I'm Zach. Zach. <laughs> I won. You Probably won? did. Yeah. I'll do the job. I'm Zach. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Zach Evans does do the job. <laughs> um, he did. Okay, so his real name, Jeremy Foster. He won a title at whatever his local promotion is this last week. What is? What's his local promotion? Where's I he from? I don't even. He's somewhere southern because it was had a. What's the Southern Fry Championship wrestling? Something like that. Is that but a thing? He did the job to his grandma on his Instagram because she was holding his belt and said that she won it from him. Jeez. So. <laughs> well, good for him. Yeah. yeah. Um, before we get started, we need to talk about uh, Esai and Zach being bonded in the most spiritual way possible. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, what a weird thing. So we're uh, just uh, set up the stage. We record this a little bit early because we have some things going on the back end of this week. So we are here watching Smackdown together as friends. Yeah. And uh, some stuff happened with some pepper spray. And Zach, go ahead and take it from here. Uh, so I start telling my stor- favorite story about pepper spray when I was a child out of Chili's, and someone's pepper spray exploded in their purse, and it filled the whole restaurant, and Which, they had to evacuate. on its own, pretty wild story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you think Chili's spicy anyway. <laughs> right? I mean, it's in the name. But no, apparently this isn't a very unique story to me. Because Isai was also there. Eating at that same fucking chili. Yeah, because I was like, holy shit, I was there. Also, Colin Delaney is on uh, 205 Live today. So that's cool. Or this week. Whatever you want to say. There we go. Yeah. Ah, his, uh, his Twitter handle is extremely cute. Aw. So good for him. Yeah. And but, uh, uh, yeah. Good for you guys getting maced together at a chili. Like, it's such a random thing because like... It's... That doesn't happen more than once at one Chili's. No. Yeah. No. So it had to be... Had to be. Yeah, because I remember when I was a little kid too. I'm like, oh, what's that? Like, why is this kind of sting? And then it was like, ow, this doesn't feel good. Oh yeah, it was. And not then we was like, hey, you guys gotta leave. And I'm like, yeah. Did you? I mean, so it happened when you were children, but did you at least get to eat your meal and then I assume not pay for it? We didn't even get to eat. Like, it started happening like while we were waiting for the food. Oh, yeah, I think actually we were the same. Like, we were like had drinks. I mean, so you're all hungry and then you get fucking maced. Yeah, then we had to go to Sherry's or something. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> probably didn't need chili, so I was already mad. Probably went to Cafe Olay. Yeah, it's, it's close. All right, <laughs> let's talk about wrestling now. Uh, Raw. It was a show. Yeah. Roman Reigns jumped over the top rope, big dog style. Mm-hmm. I will say the first part of the uh, like of the night where it was just the big pull apart, like that was cool. Whenever you have a big pull apart angle, it's always fun. Yeah, like whenever they empty the locker rooms, pretty yeah. much. Get all the geeks out there and Finn Balor. Yeah, <laughs> I did like that. Of like, they were all very concentrated on keeping those two together. Except Finn Balor did get one really good hit in on Baron Corbin. <laughs> oh, he yeah. looks confused and didn't know where it came from. <laughs> and also, like when everybody was like taking bumps for things, like there was a couple people you could tell are probably told stay away from like taking bumps. And everything it was like Bobby Roode and Finn Balor. Yeah, and, like, yeah, those guys. They're like, no, like, you don't have to, so. It was cool, though. Set up that match pretty good. 
I'm excited for it. For um, the I think it'll be Lashley. actually pretty good. Yeah, it's better than Bobby Lashley and Zayn. Yeah. yeah. Um, it makes more sense. It's weird that they're like, he just came back and they're booking Bobby Lashley as the top guy already. I know they're not, but like storyline-wise, that's like well, they, what their feud is based on. Well, they kind of are, and it's because he is massive. It's and, true. And also, it's just like, Brock Lesnar's about to leave. We'll get to that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, they need another big MMA guy, and yeah. he's a big MMA I mean, guy. He's yeah. a very legitimate big MMA guy. Yeah. Like, he has a very good record in Bellator. Mm-hmm. And yeah. also, he's massive. And like they wanted to push him like a little bit before. Just nothing clicked with him like as far as that. And then also, Michael Hayes is racist, so oh. that didn't help. And then they also fired his girlfriend, so he's now his wife. That's kind of so, a recipe for disaster there. <laughs> nothing yeah. was going to go well. Nothing goes well for Lashley. Also, I mean, he was like Donald Trump's proxy, so like, let's get that stink off of him for a while in yeah. TNA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so with Extreme Rules coming up on it's extreme. Sunday, are are all matches like no DQ? Not all. No. no. We'll talk about them. Okay. They're yeah. listed all on the thing. I just know that that was like the theme of the paper. They're all extreme. I think last year there every single match was stipulation, and it was god awful. Most most of them yeah, are gonna be. It all depends on stipulations. I mean, like, some of them, like, let's say Asuka versus uh, Carmella just have, like, the extreme, quote-unquote, stipulation of James Ellsworth in a shark in cage. cage. In a cage. Who, like, his thing is he's going to drop, like, the the pepper spray or something. Like, that's what yeah, he's going to Yeah, he's going to sneak and, like, something. But then, like, something's going to go wrong with it. So I hope he just maces himself in that cage. Inside the cage. <laughs> or maybe, like, a Chili's that'll go off in the cage. Oh, yeah. Oh, they should hang him in a Chili's above the ring. <laughs> there we go. Just the Chili's to go. Fuck yeah, I want some Chili's. You know, it's I just want to get that fajita it's been a minute. steak all up on me. Yeah. Yeah. They got really good uh, chicken tenders. They're, yeah, they're great. I don't think, I'm sorry, I'm 26 years old, I don't think I've ever been to a Chili's. We'll go. That's okay. Take me. Take we'll, me. We'll, all go to, we'll all go to yeah, Chili's we'll go to one a Chili's day. together. Yeah. All right, I'm we'll down. We'll do a live Chili's episode. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> the last time live from Chili's. some bad stuff happened. It was a spicy time. So it's bound to be better. <laughs> it's true. Um, what else happened on Raw? Oh, so they showed Bailey and Sasha in counseling twice, but they didn't have any fucking scenes doing, like speaking to each other. I don't remember. Weird. They're weirdly cut. Yeah, they did some weird stuff. They oh, said maybe there was a new counselor. Yeah, a new counselor. It was dumb. They are just they're killing this stupid storyline. Yeah. And then they, ah, oh, man. Ah, oh, it's just so dumb. I'm so mad at just that whole thing. Yeah, they're gonna fight t- next week, Monday, but not at Extreme Rules. No, Isn't I'm actually I'm kind of glad it's not at Extreme yeah. Rules. Yeah, because that's just they're gonna keep it going until like SummerSlam, like five years from now. Yeah, God. but yeah, that happened. Mm. Yeah. Um, there was yeah. Seth and Drew. That was that a was really good end, match. But I want to. Uh, I wanted to kind of get into that whole like thing as a whole because like that was a great match and they did like a whole like cool story with that. So. Yeah. Seth is so freaking over. Yeah. Like him just like standing out there like soaking in the cheers, him burning it down. Yeah. People are super into him. They're doing a really good job of keeping Drew hot and like being like, oh shit, this guy's like somebody that's gonna be a big time player. Yeah. And also, I'm pretty sure Seth's up like Seth is probably getting that belt back. Oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah, with like with the heels having like the advantage with the stipulation, that's like perfect way to set up yeah. him overcoming those odds. 
<laughs> and Drew then and Dolph get breaking up and this has this has sparked uh, Dolph up pretty well though so mm -hmm. good for him like, yeah. all he needs to do is just work and not have stupid gimmicks like the that. record scratch thing still pisses me off Same. though I know I know but they can't you can't scratch a record when nothing's playing or we'll just never know what had just been playing. Mm. Yeah, maybe it was like on mute or something. Yeah. And it's like, Where's the scratch? And the guy's like, oh shit, Dolph's coming out. Scourge, silence, here to show the world. <laughs> um, and then the only other thing I remember is uh, Baron Corbin and Elias singing together. Oh yeah, Baron Corbin with a beautiful the, angel the, voice. The, <laughs> so, this is one thing. Props to him. Like, he sang terribly, but he committed. And like that is, I like, feel like singing is the most vulnerable thing yeah, like he, in the world. It looked like he felt badass. And doing that like in a middle of a crowd and knowing you're bad, that's, I don't know, that's terrifying. That's what kept me from doing karaoke for a long time. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. Um, also, Elias now has a uh, sponsorship deal with Fender. He that's does. Wild. A legit, a legit sponsorship with yeah. Fender. Good for him because like the guitars he was playing before just like were Takamine. Like they just were yeah. cheap guitars. Yeah, yeah. they were like kind of always out of tune, but I thought that added to his his heelishness. Yeah. He did. He just recorded well, an album. But then like now it's like these super nice Fenders. I'm like, okay. Yeah. All right. He took a series of pictures on Instagram with like Fender guitars. <laughs> I wondered like. Like, yeah, no, he has, like, all those, like, acoustics and everything, acoustic electrics. I wonder if, like, if he could, like, request, like, hey, I want, like, a... Yeah, like, hey, can you maybe hook it up with one of those like custom... A, uh... Give me, like, a Jim Root telly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they also mentioned a couple times, and then again online, that he's recording his debut album. Oh, no. And I thought it was a joke. No. No, it's not. But it's not. It can't oh. be. Well, when was the last re wrestling album that come out? Was that John Cena? Uh, yeah. I yeah, mean, Leo Rush has a rap song. Yeah, but that's not like WWE produced. And yeah, that's true. It's I mean, on his own. John Cena might be the last one. I hope Elias is extremely WWE produced. Oh, it's gonna oh, yeah. be. Hell I hope yeah. that every single track is just a different town. Yeah, and it's just literally him running down every single town. That'd be oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> just like fifty-two minute songs. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to all these cities. <laughs> I've been here. It sucked. I don't <laughs> like anywhere. Uh, yeah. Uh, SmackDown. We just watched it. SmackDown Live. Yeah. Yeah, we just finished watching it. Uh, uh Team Hell, no big 10-man tag team match at the end. Holla, holla, holla. Yeah. Um, it seems like they do that a lot. I mean, it's a good way to set up some well, episode storylines. Like, it's they'll what have they something do at the beginning of the like show. They set up, the main event in the first segment. At the very, very first segment, yeah. 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 So it's they did... But then kayfabe really makes you think about how bad of a job these GMs are doing, like, going into the show. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. Hopefully we figure something out. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, we don't got anything booked for this show. Yeah. Hopefully some people start fighting at the beginning. <laughs> like, well, within kayfabe, Kurt Angle is the worst possible oh, GM. Yeah. yeah, he's a really bad GM. He's awful. He's literally always saying, it's a runaway train. Yeah. <laughs> well, not just that. It's like, Braun Strowman has almost, like legitimately murdered people yeah he has almost killed people and he was laughing at kevin owens yeah, well yeah. kurt angle's a big jerk yeah he was but i mean that was funny this week yeah because this week on on raw uh kevin owens comes in he goes i'm not cleared to wrestle this week i have a doctor's note yeah it's like but i don't want to hang out <laughs> i'm anymore. gonna sit here yeah i'm just gonna hang out in your office all night that is funny though that they did that yeah um, he had a doctor's note 
just fair. I mean, don't want to go against doctor's orders. Exactly. Yeah. They kept making jokes that you might still kind of smell like poopy from that uh, yeah, it's porty, so porty potty. I really wish that we could have seen the doctor's note and just seen that was Dr. Shelby. <laughs> oh, keep that through line also, going. Also, um, on Rob, before we move too far away from that, they had just Alexa, like, keep getting, like, the one up on Haya, who, like, it's so dumb. Like, she beat the shit out of her with the stick and then, like, ran away. Yeah. And, like... Well, and okay, honestly, I'm not excited that for at Extreme Rules they have the Extreme Rules match, and I, just because maybe it's in, in my head, like I'm thinking of the Kendo Stick match with Bailey and Alexa, and I'm like that was bad. This is probably going to be bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I hate that they keep going back to these two because I feel like these two peaked at WrestleMania. They had the perfect match for those two wrestlers. Like, mm-hmm. it was short, it was quick. Like, Nia destroyed Alexa. Yeah. He, like, sold really well for and stuff. And I just don't think they can keep adding wrinkles. Well, and, and most of that match is going to be focused on Ronda in the front row. Oh, yeah, Ronda's definitely interfering. Well, I know they didn't, like, they always say, you know, in, uh, in, our, in our business... You know, there's never an off season. It, it just always the story just keeps going. There's not an end. As yeah, the um, oh my god, we make movies. Kev, the Kevin Nash like clip about trying to book WCW. Well, the issue is we have Nitro on Mondays, and then Thunder on Thursdays, and then we have Nitro on Mondays again. Like he's just overwhelmed at the <laughs> idea that their show keeps and going. So uh, I mean, that's why you just gotta you know, keep going. You guys have to keep pushing these stories. I mean, it's not just an open and shut thing. Yeah. Except in NXT, <laughs> yeah. where the stories make sense. Well, it makes because sense. I'm writing it, guys. Everybody support me. Triple H. <laughs> the game. The creator. No, but seriously. Like, fucking end it. Like, just fucking end it. It was done at WrestleMania. It was the perfect ending for it. Yeah. The fucking... The good guy won and showed that, like, bullies can't win. Yeah. But then they cut that cheese-ass promo. Dude, I know. They've been missing. Oh, it. my God. Like... It, it sucks, like, for everyone involved, like, because it does Alexa isn't getting any additional heat as a heel, like, and no. Nia, like, as a babyface champ, just, like, sunk because of how they handled yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And the whole division, like, try to heat up a different heel for Nia. Like, mm-hmm. do anything. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, is it just... Natalia, who's kind of a heel? She's a no, full-on she's baby, babyface she's right full now. Baby face. So it's just Alexa and Mickey? Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. And Riot Squad. Riot Squad. Oh, yeah, Riot yeah. Squad. They could have heated up, like, Ruby Riot as a heel to, like, face. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. They could have done so much. Like, uh, they, I mean, they even turned Nia heel for, like, a freaking month, so. It was, yeah, it kind of just, they'll just bounce back and forth on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. it's just, it's just dumb. It. Yeah. It was dumb. It's weird. It wasn't great. No. Maybe it's all part of one big master plan. And we're to all, annoy we're me? All being fooled. <laughs> it's it's just I'm over Alexa Bliss as champion. I'm yeah, over the storyline. She's had her time. Her, yeah. her character is just becoming so stale and yeah. boring. It like, sucks uh, for her, like her and for everyone watching. Like, because she has done a great job, like carrying that division as a heel. But like, they're. It's not going to go any further. It's, like, it's done. It's yeah. plateaued. It's over. They need to Move like get, cool her off for a minute, come up with something new, and like bring her back when the time's right. Yeah. But yeah. nope. She's literally been involved for over two years in every single pay-per-view where the women's title is being fought for. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she and she's great. Yeah. But it's like it's it's like it's it's too much now. Yeah. 
like cool her down have her like wrestle people who are really good hands like like natalia and like learn more keep learning more and then come back up put to the top her, with something just in a, uh, like a storyline that isn't the main event yeah, yeah put her with like ember moon with some for some weird stuff yeah fuck and help help get like people see ember moon at a higher level and then like help uh her become alexa become a better worker there boom what yeah. makes sense for everybody crazy yeah yup yeah well, it is summer wwe time which is not the best time of the year well it's their off season it's basically their off season uh, really? creative, well i just gotta yeah. think it's funny you think we have an off season when uh when we actually don't i think creative does and i think it's summer um no, it's just, this is just kind of uh, the best they can do. Not taking a little <laughs> summer break ski. Yeah, I mean, um, last summer showing up was to work a little hungover. Inspired man. booking of like Ginger versus Orton for four months straight. <laughs> That's so. fucking true. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, it's because we were trying to get uh, some money. <laughs> Didn't work. Well, now you got all the money in the world, so you don't got to do shit. Truly. They really don't. Have they had to do Pyro it. tonight on SmackDown. They sure as shit did. The end of the show with Pyro. Yeah, Which Daniel I just Bryan. That, I just hope that means Pyro's back, baby. I hope. We'll see at Extreme Rules when there's a fire match. I wish there was a fucking Inferno, Inferno match. Inferno match. They're never good, but man, I want to see one again. Mm-hmm. So what else happened on Slapdown? Uh, Oscar versus James Ellsworth was was the women's segment. <laughs> the yeah. women's segment. Yeah. yeah, lumberjack match with all the women out there. Yeah, at least they called it lumberjack, though. We yeah. just fucking watched it. And how, I don't even remember how it ended. Uh, it was like the big schmoz with like all the people outside the ring getting in fights. Yeah, yeah. Then there's pepper spray introduced. It was, the pepper, it was the pepper spray. Ellsworth that's right. tapped. Yeah. And then uh, Carmella came in, tried to attack, kind of got a little bit of heat on Carmella, and then Ellsworth pepper sprayed Oscar, and then they announced that he'll be in a shark cage. Yep. Hell yeah, you gotta use that shark cage you bought. They bought it for Paul Ellering. Yeah, that's the weirdest thing. Like, they bought it for NXT and Paul Ellering. Now they, like, just keep using it in weird segments. Yeah, Jericho. Uh, Enzo. Oh, the sexy pinata. That's what he called himself. Yeah, that was, that was really oh, yeah. good. Jericho and it was at least entertaining. The last time we saw was Enzo and Cass when it was Cass versus oh, Big that's Show. Right. Oh, yeah. Those matches were at shit. SummerSlam. They were the drizzling fucking shits. Yeah. Thank you. Fuck you. you bye. bye. Yeah. I feel like there was one more segment on SmackDown. It was pretty, uh, like, there were. Shinsuke versus AJ was fine. Oh, yeah. That oh, yeah. turned into a tag match. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, Rusev. Rusev on commentary. It, it, oh, that was the favorite, best part of the show. That was beautiful. He's hilarious. He's so, He's so good. funny. I love him. It's me, Rusev from Rusev Day. I can introduce himself to that. Get him! Get him! Finish him! <laughs> Come on, Shin. Well, he's like, I can read AJ like an open book, and I go to the library all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Yeah, that's that's really. Uh, yeah. It's a really like typical. It's go a go home, home show. It's like even worse now that there are all co-branded pay-per-views because both shows are go, go home homes. shows at yeah. once. So yeah, there's just nothing that happens in these weeks. It's like, oh, what's gonna happen at the pay-per-view? Maybe you should tune in to Extreme Rules. Oh, it's officially. KO versus Braun in a steel cage. In mm-hmm. a steel Which, cage. I, I'm down. That's a, that's gonna be awesome to watch a. Kevin, I want to try to, like, try to weasel, escape the cage. Weasel his, weasel his way out of it. Yeah. It's not a good use of either of them. Yeah. Yeah. It'll, it'll, be probably inter- be, it'll probably be one of the better matches of the night, though. It'll be entertaining, but it's not as good as it should be for either. Yeah. 
Well, let's get into some wrestling news. First, first, actually, this is the only one I actually have written down. Uh, Brock uh, returning to the UFC has been confirmed by the Illuminati. It just goes to show Brock Lesnar showing He's still up. under contract at MMA, by the way. Yeah, but it goes to He's show... He's under contract to UFC. How if you could just let people cuss in the ring, they could cut fantastic <laughs> promos in 15 seconds. It was the best promo of his life. Brock, yeah. yeah, Daniel Corbier called him out. He comes he's like, so-and-so's a piece of shit. So-and-so's well, a piece of shit. Like, I show up here. I watch this fucking disaster of a heavyweight division because it was honestly one of the worst fights I've seen. It wasn't DC versus TV. That was a cool fight. But it was Francis Ngannou versus uh, fucking Daniel Lewis. And it was the worst freaking like fight. It was 15 minutes of absolutely nothing. Of stalling. They both got warned for stalling. Damn. Oh, God. In a UFC fight. And the ref was like, guys, like you guys got to do something. Damn, people pay money to watch that and shit. And so he's like, I come here and I see this. And he's like, Ngannou's a piece of shit. Stipe's a piece of shit. Yeah. And DC, I'm coming for you, the monsoon, you know it. Yeah, coming for you, motherfucker. And then, like, breaks the camera and hit, like, with the mic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wish still, he hurt Joe Rogan. Yeah, it was still in Joe Rogan's hand when he did it. Yeah. And, like, he just cut a great promo. He he walked in there with a purpose. The the One of uh, DC's trainers, like, got, like, was, like, kind of pushed him and then I think thought he was going to die. Because he <laughs> yeah. was, like, a half a Brock Lesnar. Yeah. It's like when he's excited about something, he's good. I know. It's like I saw this tweet that how wild it is that over this like last weekend, there were like w like wrestling and MMA crossovers in three different promotions in UFC in New Japan and WWE, all in like the last few days. The biggest star in the U- the biggest stars in the UFC like coming out of it from uh, this last week was International Fight Week. Ronda Rousey and Brock Lesnar both contracted to WWE. Yeah, Cam. Yeah, and then Josh Barnett. His whole thing at New Japan, like too, was like one of the bigger moments of that show. Was he, is he the announcer? Yeah, he's, yes. the, announcer. he's the guy who was got mad at Jay. Yeah. Okay, we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. But but it was um, honestly the fight was really cool, and Brock Lesnar is also the smartest person in the world as yeah. far as uh, business. Money motivates because. He signed on for some more matches with WWE. Both TV deals are done for both UFC and WWE. Vince McMahon has said like he doesn't want to lose Brock Lesnar to UFC. Yeah. And so, right now, Brock Lesnar isn't signed to UFC. He can't. He contractually can't because he's still with WWE. Mm. He just he's in the USADA testing pool and he's doing whatever the hell he wants. He's gonna make so much money. Mm-hmm. So either way, well, then how is it possible that he could end up fighting? Uh, Basically, Cormier. WWE has to let him sign like a one fight deal, and if he asked for that, they'd be stupid not to let him. Yeah. yeah. At this point, it's just promo for WWE. At this point, I, I wouldn't. I, I texted this in the group. I said, "Hot take." Would be surprised if he doesn't lose the belt. Yeah, I don't think he's going to. I think he's gonna probably like. The what I think is going to happen is that Lashley's going to get a surprise win on Sunday, and then he's going to fight Brock and lose at SummerSlam. And because DC is a huge WWE fan, uh-huh. there's really, oh, really good videos of him marking out out about Seth Rollins winning the belt at WrestleMania 31. Hell yeah. He's cool. there and filming himself, and he's like freaking the fuck out. Yeah, about and it. so, and then Dana White's been a little bit more open to cross promotion. I'm pretty sure if they can strike up a deal where they both don't have to like spend like, you know. 
thirty million dollars, they can each spend fifteen and both get the services of Brock Lesnar. Yeah, mm-hmm. which everybody wants because he's a draw. I mean, instantly like UFC, like MMA Twitter was blowing up. Pro wrestling Twitter was blowing up. Yeah, all because of thirty seconds of Brock Lesnar. Well, I mean, if they were gonna have it be a whole crossover thing, why would they not have Brock Lesnar like just be carrying that stupid Universal title with him when he cut that promo? Because he, it wasn't a crossover thing yet, but now they're gonna want it to be. Mm. Yeah. He'll probably go into that fight holding the Universal belt. And that means, that, and that's in fucking November. That's what they're they we're saying, but also like they're saying, you saw the, he may not be able to fight till January. So who knows? Which is. Who knows? You have to put a fucking new belt into, into Raw then. Give him something. <laughs> well, you just have the IC title, and it's doing great right now. But that and then the tag titles, which aren't doing anything. We'll see what they do because it's it's just it's a really weird situation. It is weird. It's, and is, it's exciting. It's cool. This is uncharted territory. And also, like I said, Brock Lesnar, for him, all this means is money because there are $2 billion companies that want him yeah which is cool but it's like as a fan watching this rich dude get richer does not give me the fucking excitement that watching people fight for that unless he starts fighting like he's motivated again it doesn't like do anything for me as a fan it's cool to see like the crossover potential well for him it's like not even like that he's motivated because like when he was fighting aj it was great and when he was going against Samoa joe it was great and so they keep putting him versus Roman mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. shit like that, like where he tells like I'm bored, like yeah. we do something else, and please. I, I think Brock and Roman can have one good match, and they had it at WrestleMania 31. Like I don't think that the two of them are like dynamic enough performers to have a different good match. Yeah, they've already had that one good match yeah. because like him versus Goldberg was cool because like I've never seen Brock Lesnar sell like that before. No, I've never seen a match that short be that entertaining. Yeah. Like, it's that was such a good, like, high-paced, like, entertaining match. That was a Paul Heyman match, 1,000% of, yeah. let's mm. hit big moves and kick out of shit. <laughs> yeah. And it, that match is literally the, like, WWE 2K mode where you start with 10 finishers. <laughs> it <each>. was. <laughs> but, yeah, that was uh, the UFC-WWE crossover, so... It it's is. interesting. It's it's interesting to see what will happen. But as a, a fan of WWE and not really UFC, uh, personally, I would like to see that title back on the. Yeah, the, and the thing is, is especially now, like, would 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 he want to take a loss going into this? That's the other thing, because if he does lose to Cormier as like the oh the WWE Universal no, title, like, oh this, oh lose the title, loss, he's or... not. He's gonna have to take that belt into his fight with Cormier. Yeah, like one hundred percent. Can and maybe at least lose it for so a little while? <laughs> Can he at least defend it a couple times? Yeah, something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'll be nice, huh? <laughs> Perfect world, right? No, yeah, like, seriously, he should, like, but it's... He's, not, he's, he's especially not going to defend it more than maybe at SummerSlam, I think, because he doesn't want to get hurt on the wrestling ring when he's got this, like, waiting. The only thing I can see happening is if, like, in the middle of the match, like, they pull a Braun Strowman coming in at SummerSlam and then actually making it a three-way and him not getting pinned. Yeah. 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 Which would be cool. I mean, it makes sense for Braun to be the champion right now. Well, his time has passed, but they could try to heat him up again. But yeah. Seth should be the champion right now. Seth should be the champion. Mm -hmm. That's just what it is. That'll also be a really, like, that's also a really cool mountain for Seth to climb to try to beat Which would be cool. And then... First contender after that, Finn Balor, and then I'm back. I'm back, yep. baby. I love it. <laughs> yeah, too bad it's gonna be Roman holding it. I know. It's Bobby Lashley. <laughs> yeah, one day it'll be good. 
one day. Next year at the Superstar Shakeup, Finn will go to SmackDown and get the belt in like a week. Yeah. That'll be cool. Not Which I hope. No, he won't because SmackDown will be the number one show. That's also true. Roman will go there and get the belt. <laughs> well, there we go. Then he just stays and he's gets his both. universal belt back. <laughs> he just has both of gets them. Gets his jelly belt back that he never lost. But hey, Ro- whatever they're doing with Roman, it's kind of working. So, I don't know. Keep it, doing it. It's not. I, I think so. It's it, because it's it's a new matchup, so it's a little bit more intriguing, and they're not booking it as ba- like baby face down on his luck. Roman Reigns like needing to fight back. It's like, hey, these guys are just like they hate each other. So, so people mm-hmm. aren't really cheering for Roman; they're just cheering because it's not Roman and Brock. And it's also yeah. just because they want to see him fight. Like yeah. two big boys just doing battle. A couple hosses. Yeah. yeah. All right, and so uh, yeah, let's move yeah. on from. Interesting wrestling one. news. Oh, here, any well, any other news? Yeah, uh, our 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 friend uh, Hiromu Takahashi. Uh, rip. Broke. He's his, still alive. He's very much still alive. <laughs> and his neck. He, he, he broke his well, neck. It's not fine. It's broken. I thought they didn't say that in the statement. He's, well, they well, didn't. Broken but okay. It's broken. Like they they said that he's sitting up and able to talk and stuff. So basically, all they confirmed is it's not the worst possible. Situation. Yeah, he's not like paralyzed. Yeah, which I mean, we'll probably talk about a little bit because there was the the G one special in San Francisco at the Cow Palace where yep. he where he faced off against Dragon Lee. Took a weird what, dragon suplex? Is that what it's called? It's called Phoenix. the Phoenix Plex or Phoenix the Steenalizer, as Kevin used to call it. And he instead of landing on his shoulders, just directly on his head and neck, and then and just slid across slid the ring. Across the ring on yeah. his head. Oh my god, it looked bad. And so, like, especially with somebody who wrestles the style that he does, like a psychopath. Is, yeah, is it was like something like this. It's just really, it's unfortunate. It was a, it was just a mistake uh, by Dragon Lee, who had like just the night before wrestled three matches. Oh, damn. No shit, like, wow. Dragon Lee's incredible. This is, like, a And situation. that match was great. Yeah. It was a phenomenal match. Those two, like, have such a, like, long history. And, like, even if you haven't seen their previous stuff, it comes through in a single match. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I he, mean, Hiromu unmasked in Mexico in a mask versus mask match against Dragon Lee. Oh, really? Like, Kamatachi? Yeah. Like, they have, have a lot of history. But that match didn't end after he broke his neck. No, he, they it finished still the went match. On. It went on I for mean, a few minutes. The and then he like, won. That, that happened so much because, like, uh, they keep bringing this one up on a lot of podcasts I listen to was... When Taz? When, uh, Bruno San Martino. Uh, Oh, when huh. he broke his neck, mm-hmm. um, he still finished the match. Like went on for five more I mean, minutes. You got adrenaline pumping. You got crowds cheering. Like I get it. Well, then like well, and you probably in the moment just think, oh, my neck's tweaked a little bit. Well, you know, he, I think yeah, he probably know. knows something. Like something's wrong. I don't know what it is. I, and like wrestlers have this mentality because they talk about it all the time. Like I the just show gotta, must go on. No, I just gotta finish. I just gotta get out of here. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because like. I mean, there are there have been situations where wrestlers haven't, and like Sincaro when he broke his finger, and yeah. that was like not good for him in his career. Like when yeah. he had the match and because he dislocated his finger. And people like Kuromu Takahashi are like very prideful in their work, and so mm-hmm. like, for him, he's like, I need to finish this. Like I'm gonna walk out on my own. Like, yeah, and he's also like at such a high point in his career right now. Like he's on the like the rise. Like he has the belt and like. He's so over with that fan, with yeah. those fans. So, but yeah. he reportedly like, collapsed like directly after going backstage. Yeah, I mean, and... it's almost like Sh- like what happened to Shibata, like because he still finished that match after that headbutt. Damn. But which match? Against, against Okada. Okada. Shibata yeah. Okada. Yeah, it's an incredible it's match. match. It's just marred by it potentially, and hopefully, it's his last match. Cause I just don't want to see him get hurt. Yeah. 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 Uh, that looks yeah. real happy training people at the American yeah. Dojo. 
Uh, so let's uh, go. Let's go ahead and go through that card. Yeah, the G one special yeah. in San Francisco Cup Palace. Great show yeah. overall. Uh, first match was Bullet Club King Haku. Tamatonga, Tonga Loa, Yujiro Takahashi, and Chase Owens. They defeated Chaos, Yoshihashi, Gato, Rocky Romero, Yo, and Show. Um, it's funny how <laughs> these fans like didn't know a lot of the like signature spots of like, a lot of the New Japan guys. Yeah, yeah, because they're American fans who I mean, like me, like watch Co- Kenny and Okada matches. Well, a lot of them actually were, it was local fans. That's why, like, when Jeff Cobb came out, we'll talk about this with the APW heavyweight belt, a lot of them were just, like, NorCal wrestling fans. Uh, okay. And so, like, that was, like, a big thing. It is weird watching a New Japan program with American audience. Yeah. Yeah, it's I real weird. one was the closest in to Japanese fan reactions of any of them, because they were a little quieter and then, like, swelled up. But sometimes it was, like, still too quiet at Well, times stuff like the like, Forever Lariat usually gets really over. Yeah. Again, like, for people who know, like, what Rocky Romero does, especially a guy like Rocky, who's, like, been in wrestling for so long and, like, yeah, um, just always been there. And, like, for New Japan, it's like, you've watched him probably win the junior tag title a million times. And so it's just, uh, it's just funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't really remember a ton of from that match. No, it was it was a forgettable yeah. match. And These I mean, first three matches except kept it wasn't dozing really off. Cool with Haku. Haku did that pile driver, which looked terrifying, but pulled it off perfectly. And that's Tong- Tamatonga and Tongaloa's dad. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And Leo cool. Tonga's dad. And Leo Tonga's dad. And like, you the new one. Yeah, he's the real tall boy. Yeah. Yeah, like really legendary wrestler, especially in that building in that area. Yeah, like, and also a very frightening human being. Yeah. yeah. You don't um, fuck with Haku. He was like he was like the only person that um, Andre the Giant was scared of. Oh yeah. shit! Like Jesus he, he is the like wrestler from the old days that people every single wrestler from those days says you don't fuck with. Like Haku. that's the guy. Him like, and Barbarian were the guy. Mm, huh. Like, don't mess with these guys. Like, I think they like beat up an entire fucking uh, like McDonald's like crew once. Jesus, like, they couldn't get burgers and stuff. It was something real weird. Dude, if I was flipping burgers and got my ass kicked by a pro wrestler, it would be my favorite day at work. Unless <laughs> they power slammed you under the grill. I think broke, yeah. they like broke through like the the glass and everything. It was That's real bad. Up. Yeah. yeah. And they like lived their gimmick at the time too. So like It was the fucking eighties, so that's yeah. what you do. That's oh, wild. Man. Uh next match was uh Bullet Club, Hangman Page and Marty Skrull against uh Taguchi Japan. Uh wait, I'm skipped one, sorry. Yeah, go on. Sorry, two of five live is on in the background and some <laughs> buck wild shit is just happening. Watching your reactions. Um, so it was Chaos, Tamari Ishii, and Toriyano uh, defeated Suzuki Goon, Minoru Suzuki, and yeah, Zack Saber Jr. He did. It was so good. <laughs> I got the fucking pin. What fucking DVD is he fucking shilling? It's some it movie that he's in. That is he's is like, this in a movie? Yeah. Like. I love Yano because, like, he also has this wild, like, deathmatch background, like, yes. from, like, back in the day. Like, he's a legit wrestler. Really? He's he just looks embraced like the, the friendliest boy. He's just embraced the comedy now because it got so over. But, like, he has, like, matches that were fucking brutal back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. And then I should, I love watching me some Ishii. I just want mm-hmm. some Ishii versus Suzuki. Oh, yeah, me we're just getting there. That'd be yeah. sick. Uh, you could tell, like, that's what we're going to be at, so. Mm-hmm. But I just love, like, Saber and Yano when they are in there together because they're so opposite. I also like, like the callback they had to the last match where instead of um, 
Yano, like, going for a little blow, blow and then, like, getting beat, like, they went past that. Like, they took it to the next step. So, mm. it's just cool to have callbacks like that. Yeah. Uh, the next match was Bullet Club, Hangman Page, and Marty Skrull uh, beating Taguchi Japan, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Kushida. Um, it was honestly a little surprising because I just felt like um, Tanahashi usually gets wins here. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just felt like he was probably going to end up winning. But um, it was fine. Yeah, it was 100% just to he have a very heavy bullet car- bullet club heavy card. Yeah. Kushida is one of the best wrestlers in the world. Yeah. And so I love him. Tanahashi, you could tell, is like he's tired. Yeah. He. Yeah. He's still just, like, not feeling good. Yeah. No, but he looks so good. Yeah. His outfit and his hair. Oh, he, he looks, looks so like, good. like, you see him, you're like, oh, this guy's a huge star. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He has just, huge star power. He has, like, that presence. He like, the look, just everything. Like, the way he carries himself. Mm. And he's still, like, how just how over he is, like, the moment he, he like, starts his entrance. Oh, yeah. Every crowd he's in front of. Then we had a singles match for the never open weight championship, who... Hiroki Goto versus Jeff Cobb. So at, at what point, because last New Japan that I watched, Michael Elgin won that belt. Literally the next the show. The next night. Yeah, the oh, next yeah. night he lost it back. It was the pop of, like an American crowd, I think, or like just Western crowd. They do that every now and then, too. Just like with like the kind of lower belts, like let's get a pop and then we'll switch it off. Gotcha, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, Jeff Cobb's awesome. We were just introduced yeah. to Jeff Cobb uh, recently right before that. So I liked watching He's him. Fucking insane. He's, He's great, so good. Mr. Athletic Jeff Cobb. Yeah. Not I should clarify, not actually introduced. I've never met Jeff Cobb. <laughs> not that I wouldn't love to. He is trying to wrestle in all fifty states. Is like, he? Like by the time like his career's over. And I just I you know, I'd like ask on Instagram, like, hey, where are people in these states? Like what are promotions? And I was just I just dropped Wrestle Club. He's like, it's the one in Idaho. Just him and Logan. Yeah, that'd be sick. <laughs> oh my god, I want to see him Logan versus, versus the Cobb. entire roster. <laughs> yeah. Just throwing them. Uh, next match, the Young Bucks beated, beat it, beat, be- beat it. Who did the Young beat Bucks it? beat it? Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson. The Young Bucks beat Matt and Nick Jackson. No. <laughs> uh, defeated Los Inogon. <laughs> I Sonata. L.I.J. Evil and Sonata for the IWGP Tag Team Championship. They retained. I can't talk. Yeah, loved it. Young Bucks are fantastic. The young Bucks yep. are great. Um, I mean, th- this match was fine. It was. It was wasn't going to be like a seven star classic by any means. <laughs> what if Dave Meltzer? <laughs> His system is 10 stars. He just hates wrestling. <laughs> that is a, that, I saw that tweet this week. It's very good. But I mean, it's actually a cornet system. Oh, yeah. Learn something new every day. Sorry. Thank well, you. Fuck you. Bye. You, oh. Uh, oh, it's like, yeah, yeah. If he keeps, like, rating fucking matches, like, up up in that area, it's going to have to be a 10, 10 star scale. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's true. Because that means that would make. The greatest match we've ever seen is 70. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. He just doesn't like wrestling very there's much. There's always room to grow. Uh, next I, match. I don't know how much there's room to grow like with the Kenny Okada. I don't want that to know was, what a 10-star match is. Well, because like, there's just so much um, story and everything built into that one that you can't really... It's like hard to go past it. Yeah, you yeah. have to put years and years into a storyline <laughs> to recreate it. Yeah, the closest thing to that... I, I would say... It was Gabe versus me. No, it's the uh, Tommaso Ciampa feud. 
Yeah. yeah like, that that's the closest build. thing I've ever seen to that. Or, like, Steen Generico back in the day. Like, and talking, like, long-term type of thing. Yeah. Not, uh, like, the Steamboat quality. Flare is, like, the next thing. Yeah, like Steamboat Flare. Me versus Gabe. Yeah. Yeah, of course. You guys fight all the time. Me versus um. Elias. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, then we had Chaos, uh, Okada, and Will Ospreay defeating yes. Naito and Bushi. Yes. Um, I liked uh, Okada's uh, long boys. His long boys. No, I liked his, his balloons. Balloon boys. Yeah, just, no, coming out with balloons. He's just yeah. hanging out with Chuck Taylor too much. <laughs> yeah, he's losing his mind, and I love this new Okada. <laughs> also, I'm pretty sure that it's like you can see on his face, he's just like real happy that he doesn't have to. Uh, fucking like carry the whole show anymore. he doesn't have to yeah. be serious okada anymore like he can have fun again well because he is like a weird dude especially he's like, a really if, weird dude like you could tell like when like the best friends are over in japan like he hangs out with trent and chuck taylor all the he time he steals oh, one of the young bucks gear and puts it on every single Nick show. jackson yeah every just, single show i can't picture him just being a goofy guy i know then you see all these pictures of him just drunk in Japan, and they're all hilarious. Yeah. Like, him eating the two corns. Oh, once. yeah. Like, he's a weird dude, and I'm I'm glad that he gets to be weird again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. And it's cool seeing him team up with Osprey. Yeah, that was a cool match. Uh, then we've talked about this. Uh, Hiromu Takahashi beat Dragon Lee. Super good match. Super scary spot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's- I mean, there's... They, it's something that I love. Like I look forward to when I watch New Japan shows is how much I and it's. I mean, it's bad, but it's how much more dangerous it is. It's like oh, there's really a lot at stake here. So like from like a, a spectator point of view, it's like oh, this is really cool. But then so, like that happens and it's like oh my god, yeah, this is so dangerous. So it's not necessarily a New Japan. Over a WWE thing. No, it's yeah. It's the performers themselves. It's yeah. true. It's true. I've, in my head, they just have more room to sort of play around with things yeah. like that. Yeah, it, it, it's they something do. in all of wrestling because like WWE, they do some very unsafe type things too. Man, yeah. I've been. Oh, sorry. Some of the stuff they do is just like the stuff WWE does might not be dangerous right in the moment, but it takes a toll over a year. It's why yeah. I see guys like constantly getting hurt for like oh, out nine months, out. A year, well, like and Sasha, like also Sasha, <laughs> like she's she somehow yeah. hasn't hurt herself like seriously and always does wild you know, shit. Just ended Paige's career. But that was an accident. That was like that would have happened with. Lydia it would have happened one. to anyone. That was that was Paige shouldn't have been in the yeah. ring. Yeah, yeah, hey, it's my boy. It was a very normal bump. Um, I do. Uh, this is just going on. We'll show it on the TV. It's an Extreme Rules match from Punk versus. Uh, Jericho from Extreme Rules 2012. I love in like street fights when you go in street clothes. That's like yeah, the best. He's just wearing jeans and his uh, Monsters Outside shirt. It looks like it's it's, it's a, just a B9 drug free shirt. Oh okay. But uh, I've been watching some because I got some of those like ROH DVDs. It's like the Tyler Black ones and the Kevin Steen stuff. Yeah. But watching it's like, oh man, if they really if they were given total control to do whatever they wanted in the ring, like. They do some shit that looks like it would fuck their own bodies up. Well, real I mean, bad. it's a lot of the times it's like when you're younger trying to get noticed. Noticed. You totally. don't see that as much at the top of the card as like as much. Yeah. Because like when you look at somebody like Edge, who for a long time was always associated with those TLC matches, and then like those like hardcore matches he was having with Foley and everything, um, he pushed his body to the limit. Then once he got to the top of the card, he didn't have to do that anymore. Yeah. 
it's something that young wrestlers do and like wrestlers who are just trying to get to that level. Yeah. They do that. And I've been gaining a pretty big appreciation for Jimmy Jacobs. <laughs> Jimmy Jacobs is out of control. Too. Yeah. He's also hilarious. I love Jimmy mm. Jacobs. But he is not afraid of blood. No, people, not at all. Or people hanging upside down. Yeah, or stabbing letting, people in the head with spikes. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Letting people hang upside down and having blood drip all over him. Yeah. Damn. Into the fall, baby. Yeah, that's the one I've been watching. That's scary. Yeah, scary stuff. Next match, uh, Juice Robinson defeated Jay White for the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship. Great match. And Dave great, Matthews Band tickets. Great story. <laughs> I can't not root for Juice. I was talking a little shit last week. I can't not root for Juice Robinson. Oh, he's, he's wonderful. He's, he's really good. An incredible wrestler. Yeah, he's amazing. I just like making fun of his hair. His hair is bad. But also, his hair is extremely, extremely curly when uh -huh. he doesn't have like that in. Oh, yeah. weird. And so <laughs> I just want him to shave his head. Yeah. I, I, I don't know his background or anything, so maybe. Maybe yeah, it's not like who knows. But he, his, he just seems like I can't he fucking not love like him. Like some fucking charisma. No, man. yeah, he's full of it. Like he was when I was watching, like when I first watched New Japan on like Access, he was like, um, that that he was in some tag match, and he was the most over like Gaijin wrestler in the crowd. Yeah, like all the like women love him. Oh my god, the way he was like dance, like the way he does is like juice. Juice punches. Like he he was trying so hard for the longest time to get that over. And yeah. <laughs> when he's like yeah. swinging his arm and doing it, I was like, oh my god, this, this like, is fun. If you want to see like how big of a journey he's been on to get over, like go watch his match against Cody at Wrestle Kingdom 11. People don't give a shit about him. No. He's trying. He's doing all those same things, and none of it's over. Yeah. And Cody is so over as the heel. Yeah. Like Cody's being a despicable piece of shit, and like. The crowd still loves him over Juice. So to yeah. see like this two like year and a half even like long, like thing that he's been on to get over is like pretty wild. And his promo he cut afterwards is great. Oh, yeah, I, he's so good. He's, he's awesome. Like, he's like, can you see me? You told me to go out and make myself a star. It's like, may not be a superstar yet, but I got fucking this, and I'm not coming back. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. It's like every interview I do, all you talk about is WWE, NXT. This there was a spot in oh, that match so where uh, Jim Ross took a bump. Uh, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, and uh, took a spill. And then who the fuck? Who was the other? Comedy? Josh Barnett. Josh, Josh Barnett. Barnett. He's scary. He's a, well, yeah, legit. He's a like, shoot fighter. All, he's a shoot, like, MMA all-time He went great. after Jay White. And I was like, it's. I'm sure it was a work. Like, I don't trying to say it's not a work. Yeah. It's 100% a fucking okay. work. Yeah, like, but I saw that JR might have broke his little ribski. Yeah. I don't Probably. think it's supposed to be that stiff. I don't think, like, I think the shot was maybe supposed to just, like, bump into him uh -huh. and stuff. I don't think it's supposed to spill out of his chair like that. But it was, yeah. was acting on commentary after that I was like, he seems like he's genuinely pretty fucking oh, pissed off I think off that they went too far with the, the planned spot. Yeah. And, like, and I also think that they, both of those guys are pretty good at, like, working in the moment even it they are frustrating to me on commentary because they don't know any names of moves yeah <laughs> like like what the new japan wrestlers call them and that's frustrating but yeah i, like, do, I do love jr but i completely agree with you yeah i i think it's a lot, like a lot of times especially with new japan crowds that complain about it like for the american fans they just like to fucking bitch about things like that yeah honestly he is way better than anything we get on us tv yeah and like Barnett adds a really good element as well, especially a former New Japan pro wrestler himself, and uh, somebody who actually is a fucking real fighter. And so I would rather have that than have 
fucking like Michael Cole and Coach. Oh yeah. Day. Oh yeah. yeah. I just usually prefer the non-access New Japan commentary. Kevin Kelly's really good. I like Kevin Kelly a and, lot. And like Cyrus, like can be good, but also like he's annoying as fuck. Uh, I wish it was Kevin Kelly and Josh Barnett. <laughs> uh, honestly, when it was like Kevin Kelly and Steve Carino, that's when it was. That the was best. really good. Johnny Carino. But yeah, honestly, people who complain about Jim Ross, like, he doesn't know the moves or this and that. It's like, dude, he's one of the best commentators of all time. Complain about anything else because we'd rather hear that or we'd rather hear fucking he's done or so coach. Much. Yeah. We'd rather hear fucking coach or JBL. So yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> fucking complaining ass, Mark. Um, also, Jay White looks like a fucking baby. Yeah, the name Switchblade just really has a yeah. work for him. Yeah. But Knife Pervert's so much better. It is. Like, I like that. I think like his character is getting closer now that he's like kind of turned heel. I think like, if he played more, it more like a greaser or something, but, like, like, he, he still yeah, just doesn't it. look like it. Like yeah. his behavior fits a little bit better, but he just does not look like yeah. a switchblade. Just get a fucking pompadour. I don't know. Yeah, if he like and just only wore a leather jacket. And that's yeah, it. like a white tee with like fucking cigarettes rolled up in the sleeve. Hell yeah! Then I'd buy it. Fucking pony boy. Yeah, fuck, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Just be one of the outsiders. <laughs> well, not the NW, not the. NWO. Hey, yo. Yeah. Uh, then the last match of the night, Kenny Omega defeated Cody for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. And leadership of Bullet Club, or so it seemed. The match Ooh. was good, but was what happened after the match that was really cool. I thought it was a great match. I thought really. it was like one of Cody's best matches yeah. ever. He's getting like, no no offense to Cody, but when you're in there at the fucking best bout machine, it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like Cody, like. Cody has a very specific style. Like, he has a WWE style that he has worked to, like, integrate into New Japan and Ring of Honor. Yeah. And, like, is working, but it's just, like, he's not at the same level in ring as guys like Kenny or, or Okada. But it's because, you're, like, it's hard to be in that same conversation as them. Yeah. Because yeah. they are, like, like all-time greats. Yeah. He has also, a personality. Like, right now. He has a personality that's up there with the best of them. His character work transcends like he reminds me so much of the Miz but better like he's the best Miz he's there like, could be I mean yeah he's like doing the like similar like heel stuff but like without shackles whatsoever yeah, yeah. like and also like I mean you just look at the wrestling that he grew up on being like Dusty's kid Florida like, Championship Wrestling yeah. and like Mid-South and stuff yeah like he is like he, it makes a lot of sense. See, it's definitely easy to draw the comparison, but he does have that you can see that it's like not only is he like Dusty Rhodes' son and the fact that they like one also kind of speak the same, but also uh, like he just has such a huge charismatic presence that he can bring to like, anything. Yeah. It, it took him a very long time to actually get that, too. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't until actually um, the angle where he got fired. That he started showing that because the WWE, he never did. He like like he even said himself he wasn't even the one that earmarked for success. It was actually Ted DiBiase Jr. that one. Yeah. So um, he never like never showed that Chris up until that angle where he got fired and everything because the authority and like had that match with Orton on TV that was so good. Then Goldust got his job back. So he had this match that was so good, and then they like it was just all around really good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then they beat the fucking shield. and They won the titles as like the brotherhood, and like there's that image of like all those uh, Cody, and he was still Cody at the time. Uh, Gold Dust and Dusty doing the shield fucking. Fist oh pose hell yeah! At the end of a match, it it's was really sick. It was really cool. It was cool for them to like be able to share that as like 
brothers yeah. and then like with their dad i've heard cody within like the last year on interview say like that's his favorite moment mm-hmm. in wrestling like getting to share that that's awesome dad. um but yeah then after the match cody and o- omega shook hands they like made up pretty yeah. much yeah you would you would little, assume you would assume things, celebration there with everybody that was there yeah you would see, you would think maybe things are going things are maybe all right with the bullet club. also really while just thinking about this they brought yujiro takahashi they usually don't yeah then <laughs> they bought like they brought like everyone but Fale. Uh he's doing shit in like New Zealand and everything. Yeah. And I think he's taking some time off. And also Ishimori, but it's probably a beast thing with him. Oh yeah. But then like, he just like started, so Yeah, that's true. Then the firing squad came out. Tomatonga, Tongaloa, and their dad. Yeah, Haku. It looked like OG's like celebrating with the like new guys at first, like out yeah, there, it's like, like yeah, everyone's partying together. Yeah, and then well, they just laid fucking then, waste to all yeah, these. Yeah, like, uh, Tama bullet. attacked uh, uh, Kenny. Yeah, just gun stunned everyone. Yeah, shout out Carl Anderson. Um, one of the things that was always was, was really weird in watching this is because um, Chase Owens and Yujiro Takahashi are always with the kind of more Japanese Bullet Club guys. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, um, where like the elite is like kind of like the crossover ones. Yeah, and so it was weird that they went and attacked them because like they attack like Hangman, they attack Marty, and then like Chase and Usual come out just to try to like, hey, we're not attacking you guys. We're just trying to get you to calm down. Yeah, yeah. And then they beat him up, which is really wild, especially because Chase Owens like was teaming with Bad Luck Fall, and he even had a shirt that said Honorary Tongan. Yeah. Oh wow. And like so that was weird. Yeah. Um, but it was really cool because then it like um, makes this just whole other thing. Tama Tonga, like when he was out there, he was showing some fucking he, fire. He yeah. looks so good. I want to like he did the D's nuts thing, like to the crowd. Yeah, and, Kenny. and he like yelled. He's like, "All this bullshit with you and you and Cody. This is, that's not Bullet Club. This is Bullet Club." Yeah, I love it. Like because they kind of quit being a heel faction for a little bit. It seems like a lot of drama. They it, are over as a face. They've faction. been over as a face faction for a while. Yeah, but wasn't like the the point of them in the beginning was they were mean to the they were the bad foreign heels. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Okay, that's what their the gimmick was at the first. Mm-hmm. But even like when Kenny uh, Kenny first came in, AJ was still there and. Uh, Anderson Gals were still there. Like, yeah, they were getting these reactions. Like, they were getting that like NWO type pops and everything. Yeah, and so um, it makes sense though because like the, when they first were doing it, like when it was the core four, and like then they just brought the Young Bucks and just Gallows and everything in. They were just like pieces of shit, and so when Cody came in, which is a little weird. They're like, hey, take him out. And then, like, if you're gonna be with us, they kind of offered him a spot. Yeah. But then they beat him down too when he went and attacked him, which was a cool swerve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I think it, it's cool because it's like OG Bullet Club against New Bullet Club, and like it's gonna build a lot of stuff. It's 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 a weird because it's like there's only two members of Bullet Club that are OG anyways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like everybody like kind of sees. Um, the Young Bucks, because they came in, like, real early in yeah. the Bullet Club as kind of OG Bullet Club. And so it's... It is specifically... And also, Yujiro Takahashi was in there real early, really early. too. It's specifically Tongan Bullet Club yes. versus... It's not yeah. really OG, Tongan. it's, like, the Tongans. Yeah. yeah. Which I think is sick. I think like, it's really sick that they're bringing Haku into it further. Like, Yeah. Well, we'll see if he keeps going to keep going into it, because yeah. 
he gets brought in every now and then for things, but we'll see if he mm. if it keeps going with it. And I did really appreciate it too. Like on, I think it was on Twitter, someone asked um, uh, Fale, no, not Fale. It was Tomatonga. Like, is the leader like, are you the leader or is Haku the leader? And he said there are no leaders. Yeah, he said that in the promo too. Yeah, he's yeah like, because um, that's like this isn't about a leader. Yeah, that's what yeah Tangaloa said that when he was yelling into the camera. Yeah, um, because back before, they were, they were always asked about leaders. Just before everything happens, when Carl Anderson was still there, AJ was there. They always say there's no leader. Like we're the bull club. We look out for each other. Yeah, we're all on the same level. We're just all in different divisions. And then AJ signed on full time, and then it became. <laughs> Even then, though, like he would always say, "We're not the lead. Like I'm not the leader." Like, yeah, yeah. Everybody like. We were just like, we got the best wrestlers on here, and we're taking over the entire card. To me, it seems like it went from that to then, like, everyone, like, got so wrapped up in this drama with, like, Kenny and Cody and, like, the Bucks and all this stuff that uh, to have the, the Tongan wrestlers come out, the Tongan Bullet Club guys come out and be like, reality check, like, this is bigger than fucking you guys. It was really cool. Yeah, and especially, like, the weirdest part is, that, like, I would have thought that they would have, if they were going to do this, it would have been, like, the guys who are in Japan, like so, usual Takahashi, Chase Owens, like mm-hmm. those guys, against the elite. But then yeah. Chase Owens and Yujiro are just on so the other side. I that'll guess. probably have some pretty yeah. cool ramifications in well, the G One tournament. It's really cool going uh, into G One having Tamatanga heated up this much, and also, I there's going to be a match between him and Kenny where obviously Kenny's going to win. Yeah, but it's an, just a cool spot for uh, for Tama, and I wouldn't be surprised if. There's two things. Either this is going to be a really cool like main event run where he kind of gets that push up to the next level, or maybe WWE's really making a push for some of these base clothes guys. Yeah, because yeah. he was always he would very close to Carl Anderson. That's why yeah. he uses the gun stuff. That was yeah. Carl's finishing move. Really. Yeah. The the other thing I could see happening is Tama beating Kenny and then being that that challenger for the title between G1 and... Yeah. And because there's always a person who beats the champion in the G1 tournament... To set up a match. To set up a... a like a title a, match. A title match Wrestle between, Kingdom. Yeah, between G1 and Wrestle Kingdom. So... That's cool. Yeah. It's going to be, really, be a exciting. really good match. Yeah. Also, Tonga Loa, I don't remember anything he said, but what he was yelling into the camera, like, at the end of that whole thing... Was great. You you do remember because that's when he was yelling about there's no leaders. This is before. No 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 not Tomatonga Tonga Loa. Yeah, that's who was yelling. Oh, okay. Like, I don't know what it was about him, but he had so much energy. He's I really loved it. They've had to tone down their swearing in the ring, which was so great because they're just trying to reach a more international audience. Yeah, but like. He was that was so entertaining when he used to like ha- be but, able to have that fire. That eat shit. Yeah. <laughs> and also, they just haven't been really doing much with either of them. So it's yeah, also true. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I I'm excited to see what happens. Just because I don't know, I haven't seen much with them. So yeah, they're great. Like, so it'll be cool to see. Rose of Destiny are a great tag team. Yeah. Tom is really coming into his own too, and so he's yeah. he's be- legit terrifying. Yeah, he is. It was cool. And I fucking want to go to the Cow Palace. That place looks cool. Yeah. yeah it's such a cool historic Lots building. That's a lot of wrestling history there. And APW still runs it, which yeah. is really cool. They had Cody versus Joey Ryan there in front of 2,000 people. Steel Cage <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah. Was it a comedy match, like a Joey Ryan match? Oh, well, kind of. That's sick. I mean, I mean, it's like a Taguchi match where he can turn it on and turn it off as needed. Yeah. Nice. Like a, a Chuck Taylor main event match where there's going to be a little bit of comedy, but he can still wrestle. So Nice. 
Well, keeping with this New Japan Pro Wrestling theme, uh, the G1 Climax starts this weekend. Um, so these are the matches from Block A. Uh, we got Okada versus Jay White. Tanahashi versus Minoru Suzuki. Michael Elgin versus Evil. Fale versus Hangman Page. Uh, Togi Makabe versus Yoshi Makabe versus Yoshihashi. So I don't care about that match. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Makabe is cool and all, but he's I'll... like a legend and he's it's cool. But okay. I don't care about uh, Yoshihashi. Loose explosion. He got way more of a reaction yeah. in Valhalla than I thought he would. <laughs> yeah, that was really interesting. <laughs> so the G1 climax goes for like weeks. Yes. Yeah. Like almost every night. Um, it's just a giant tour, so like. Yeah. Yeah, there's like five nights out of the week where there's some matches. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to figure out how to. You well, they they don't do, do like like they'll do like a couple tournament matches and a bunch of non tournaments. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. And you just like my suggestion because it is overwhelming. Yeah. Um, look up like every two days. Look up the best matches of the last two days. Okay. And, like watch those. Yeah, then... or go to F4W online, um, because they rate every show. F4W. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's uh, the figure four slash wrestling observer. Okay. They um, will rate every match. So anything that like looks good, check out the rating. Mm. See if it's worth it. Okay. Nine times out of ten, it is. Yeah, and don't and also just like watch wrestlers you're interested in watching. You know, like yeah, like last like last year. You know, there was the the Goto for, or not Goto. God. A, the Kenny versus um, Yano match that like. God. Was way Dave, comedic. Was Dave Meltzer fucking hated it, but it's hilarious and it is really entertaining. So like, yeah. I because like, literally like Yano taped Kenny's legs together, and like they were hopping around in the ring, and it's hilarious to see Omega like do a match like that. So like, if it's a wrestler you're interested in, like just watch the match and like, you know, don't that's, feel like you have to watch everything. But that's kind of what I try to do. Just, just pick a like pick a few wrestlers like I want to see their matches. Yeah, yeah. And especially like certain matchups like I want to see. So, and then these are some of the Block B matches: uh, Kenny Omega versus Naito. Uh, this is the one I'm the most excited about: Koto Ibushi versus Zack Saber Jr. That's gonna be great. Um, Ishii versus Yano. Yes. <laughs> I love the, the that team imploding. Yeah. Uh, Goto versus Sonata. Who cares? And Juice Robinson versus Tomatonga. Cool. Very excited because they both have a lot of fire in them, both mm. body, a lot of uh, momentum. So, yeah. Well, another thing happening this weekend. WWE. Extreme rules. Man, big weekend for wrestling, huh? Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, did I just hear you say extreme Yes. Yes. Yeah, we said Eastern rules. Eastern rules. <laughs> well, um, my client <laughs> won't be there. Because <laughs> he's going to get $20 million from somebody. Yep. He has a CM Punk has a fire hydrant. It's Stingisher, yeah. but yes. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, well, that, yeah, we, we're still watching that. Yeah, that we're just match watching on, on random silent. matches. This is an Extreme Rules match Chris Jericho versus CM Punk. Yeah, I'm surprised is, I didn't watch this. No, this is a wild match that everyone should go watch. Yeah. Like, uh, Chris cool. Jericho pours beer on CM Punk, and that's the most disrespectful thing you can do to a straight edge uh, man. It's he, also, it was an Olympia, which is weird because that's yeah. my favorite cheap beer. That's <laughs> a shitty cheap beer to think is your favorite. <laughs> the build up to the this match, one. like, 
is fucking wild. Yeah, I remember watching that. This is the this is after the WrestleMania match they had. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, sorry. It Extreme Rules 2018. A new Extreme Rules coming. Uh, probably won't yeah, have a match good. this good. No. Uh, the pre-show match is the New Day versus uh, Sanity, which is the their tables match. Tables match. Tables match. It's their pay-per-view debut. So this is mm-hmm. a match that um, Sanity should win. Um, Did you say that's on the pre-show? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Damn. And so Sanity should win this match, and it can be kind of a gimmick thing because it's a tables match, so like it's not going to hurt New Day too much. Yeah. Uh, then we got Alexa Blue. Oh, sorry. They did a fucking tables match years ago with Cody versus Big Show, where Cody won. <laughs> Hell because yeah. Because he knocked the Big Show off the apron, who stepped through a table. I was like, uh oh. <laughs> it was fucking stupid. Yeah, I was literally about to mention that match. It's so funny and bad, like, in the worst Uh-oh, way. Oh, SpaghettiOs. <laughs> I stepped on the table. Uh, then we got Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax, an Extreme Rules match for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. I really want Nia to win this. I do too. I have no I faith that this is going to be a good match. Not care. <laughs> I want I just, to. I'm just bored of Alexa. I just want it to be over. Like yeah, let's wake me up when this feud ends, which will probably be in September. Dun, 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 dun. Um, but Ronda's definitely going to interfere in this match. Probably just probably late. after. Yeah. Okay. So it'll probably be after the fact because, like, she interferes and then, like, she still wins. Like, Alexa still wins. Then that's really shitty. It's stupid. It makes everybody but Alexa look bad. Yeah. Makes Ronda look bad because she couldn't finish the job. Makes Nia look bad because she couldn't win with help. Yeah. So it'll probably be, like, after she's going to, like, call her out and then she's going to go and, like, beat the shit out of her or something. That makes sense. She'll sit respectfully in the front row and not get involved. Just like John Cena did it. At WrestleMania. <laughs> WrestleMania. <laughs> Uh, we got AJ Styles versus Rusev in a singles match for the championship. This is if uh, we were doing. Man, uh, it's just like it. It's gonna be fun, but I don't care. Yeah, it's obvious. AJ, There's no win, stakes, and I just really hope that they make Rusev look like super strong and good. Yeah, they will. Like yeah. it's gonna be because that's how AJ fights. Yeah, like from underneath. AJ yeah. doesn't put on bad matches. Yeah. Like yeah, he's like. He's one of the best in the biz, and so they've already also give a, gave away. WWE has given away what the SummerSlam SmackDown main event's going to be. So here we are. Yeah, but spoiler alert: Samoa Joe. Hell yeah, that's Just a spo- by himself. That's a spoiler. I'm okay with. Uh, then we got Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt versus the B Team. B Team's been built up just for this. Yep. Lose. Hopefully, yep. do. You- are they going to come out cosplayed, though? Nah. This is a goddamn perfect time that they should have built up to have a compound match, but they ha- they didn't do it. They They're not going to do it. Just like... Especially since Bray fucking got in a car accident last week and is hurt, so... They're going to fucking gimmick yeah. the fuck out They're of gonna that. They're going to gimmick the fuck out of this match. Also... Bo Dallas has the best Bray Wyatt impression. I wonder why. It's as good as, like, Ice Cube's son being Ice Cube. Like, just, I mean, they are siblings, but so I kind of like it better than Bray Wyatt. <laughs> it's hilarious. That, um, that stuff is really, I like the B team. They, they, they literally are just being built up to get to this point, because yeah. I'm pretty sure the Revival's going to be the team after, so. That'd yeah. be, that's good for them. For about fucking time. Yeah. But I would love if this, like you said, was on the compound, and then the B team, like, became part Dude, of. Like, at Extreme Rules, Broken Warriors. why would you not do that? 
But um, maybe the mower of lawns will be there. Maybe. Because I mean, you would have to take a lot of time for it. Yeah. Maybe they should just bring the compound into the ring. Yeah, the mower of lawns and like the wheel of chairs. Just like a hose into the ring and like, this is what <laughs> water from the lake. Yeah, <laughs> right. Because like, you kill a live audience for that. That's true. That's true. I don't know. People have to go to the bathroom. You do it for you do it for a raw. It's okay to kill a raw. Maybe they just like do a weird schmoz thing and then do it on a raw, but yeah. they won't. Yeah, so. yeah. But yeah, probably Matt and Bray will keep it. Oh yeah, they need to. Yeah. Um, there are eleven matches on this fucking thing. Oh, uh, we got Carmella versus Oscar. If Oscar doesn't win, I riot. I, w- I with James right. Ellsworth in a shark cage. Oh yeah, with Ellsworth in a shark cage. He'll probably drop a gimmick and it'll get fucked up, and she'll blame him, and Oscar will win, and they'll be like, "Hey, see, we d- we're doing good things." I'll be like, "Fuck you." Yeah, but with if I hope that happens, and if Oscar is the champ, then thank you. Wait, maybe we can get thank on to you. some good Fuck stuff. You, yeah, maybe yeah. we can, maybe we can move on to some good things. Uh, geez, CM Punk is so over. Uh, then we got. Uh, the Bludgeon Brothers versus Team Hell No for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. There's Team probably going to be Hell No either wins or Miz costs them. Yeah, uh, Team Hell No is going to get to the cusp, and then Miz will cost them. Yeah, the Miz because Miz doesn't have any matches on that card, does he? No, no. Yeah, I, I might. Yeah, he, I'm. I would be. And he came to play. There's a price to pay. Time for you to get down on your knees and pray. I came to play. Uh, then we have probably match of the night. Uh, Dolph Ziggler with versus Seth, Seth Rollins in a 30-minute Iron Man match for the Intercontinental Championship. So first, I'm glad they don't do 60-minute ones anymore. Yeah, they there's really like good times to do that, but yeah. Um, and also for the folks at home, let them let them in on what an Iron Man match is. It's timed match where they it's not the first like person who wins wins. It's Whoever like, amasses the most masses the most wins over a time period. Pinfalls so. or tap outs. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorite things in a match like this or two out of three falls is I would actually be really cool if they did this is you let the heel he eats a fall at first, but just to beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Brock did that in the one that he, the yeah. sixty minute one that he had on SmackDown against Kurt Angle. Which, Damn. It's still wild to think about they ate up half a SmackDown for one match. Yeah, that's great. I hope they just go full hog. With, well, with, if it's with Tyson Kidd that's going to produce it, they're going to go full hog. And I, it will be. So. I, I hope the one producing like all the Seth's matches. I hope Drew helps Dolph get a pin like real quick, and it's just Seth fighting back. Yeah, yeah I, you need Seth fighting from underneath on this. Yeah, so yeah. I hope he he should go down like two falls. I think yeah, so. if he eats two pins and then comes back for the win, that'd he be huge. He needs to burn it down. Yeah. Dun, dun, totally, dun, 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 totally dun, dun. has to do that. Uh, then we got Roman Reigns versus Bobby Lashley. Honestly, I'm kind of excited for this match because first off, it gets like right now. I mean, it's essentially almost like a number one contenders match, but it is more so for uh, like just two big boys who haven't fought each other, just yeah. punch each other. It's just gonna be real. a lot of meat fucking smacking each other yeah. around. I'm excited for it. Like, and I like, I really hope that Lashley wins. Like. Just like do something different, like him just losing to Roman like this early. Man, it would be awesome if Lashley wins that match. Yeah, and then set him up to be like I the mean, number one contender for Brock. Yeah, there aren't. I mean, there aren't stakes except it's against Roman. Yeah, and Roman There's doesn't no stakes lose. Or waste. No, Tucky, Tucky, Tucky. 
Then we got Jeff Hardy versus Nakamura for the WWE Championship. So uh, Nakamura is winning. This US, is his hell. Oh, yeah. Yes. title. Hell. It'll this be is, great. Yes. This is like his consolation prize. Like, all right, brother, we didn't put you over for the big one, but we're going to give you this one. And, and I also, hope, Jeff, I think, needs some fucking time off. Seeing him on SmackDown, I just hope he can I hope he can go. With oh, he'll, he'll be fine. He'll be, he'll be fine to go. Like, but he needs some time off. Like, yeah. Especially if he's having numbness and stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. real not good. And like the way he was running down to the ring tonight. God. He looked like Matt. He was like so he was running stiff. like Matt, and that's not good. Yeah. Like me, Matt. I fucking look like I'm in pain all the time when I run. It hurts. Yeah. Ow. My back. Uh, then we got Finn Balor versus Constable Corbin in a singles match. Poor Finn, but I don't care. that'll be fun. It'll be cool to see Finn get like a pay-per-view win. I think it'll be good. Do, anything. do you? I do. I do. I like. I like this new Corbin. I like I'm the Constable sure, as well. I'm not sure about saying it. Well, um, I'm just, it's, yeah, he's better character, but in the ring, he's the same guy. Yeah, but Finn is a good enough wrestler that he can. I think he's gonna have a good match with him. It's gonna just be really boring. It's not gonna be anything because they're not gonna give it time to develop into That's something. That's cool. probably super true. And yeah. it's, it's, it, this is just a match in passing to kind of like <clears throat> help these two like fucking guys who really don't have anything going to just get on fucking TV, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like to help further other storylines, yeah, which is essentially what this this storyline is, is a vehicle to help with their things. Mm-hmm. Then what Wikipedia says this is the the headlining match of the card: Braun Strowman versus Kevin Owens in a steel cage match. It'll be fun. It, like I think we talked about this earlier. It's like not an effective use for either of them, but it's, I, I don't see don't have a big monster stuck in a cage. It's like you can only do so much. Honestly, yeah. so they did the lumberjack match. Uh, SmackDown. They really should have saved the lumberjack match for this because actually would have been cool. Because like Kevin Owens has rubbed so many people the wrong way. Mm. Yeah. Like having him there, but then also like having like Braun out fighting like some of the lumberjacks that are trying to get him. You know, like it'd be, it'd be a fun time. Yeah. yeah. Does Does Kevin escape the cage? Actually, I wouldn't be surprised if he like. Gets a win because like he needs something. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all if he like escapes the cage and then Braun. I what? Okay, this is what I'm gonna predict happens. He escapes the cage, and then Braun literally breaks down the wall of the cage to go after him and destroy him. Or yeah, or Big shows him and throws him over like through it. Yeah, that'd be cool. So he wins, but he really just got thrown through a cage. Yeah, Yeah, I'm gonna watch it, but it's definitely not. Kevin never should have taken that like. That, like, shoulder ins- bump that inside out bump for him because now they're like we should just have this every, every time week. yeah it's i think the whole show on the whole will be a, a good a good use of a sunday evening but it's a uh, there's nothing sunday afternoon and evening and evening and then uh-huh. Monday morning, oh, Monday matches. again i'm sure i really feel like it's gonna be way better than last year's extreme rules because that was so much dog shit but it's still gonna be a summer pay-per-view like yeah, they don't further stuff that much here. Like, there's a big reason why there's like the biggest gap in like the big pay per views is like over the summer. People watch less, and it just doesn't matter. It's why yeah. they tried stupid stuff and it never works. See what sticks. Yeah, yeah. Well, we got one more thing to do here. Yeah, we got to talk about round two of the Wrestle Boys Classic. Hell yeah, we do. Part round two. two of round two of round one. Round two of round one. <laughs> Round, round, of round, round. Boys. 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 Boys classic. Boys. All right, so Osher 
You started off this week. What's your match first? All right, my match this week is Kevin Owens versus Tommaso Ciampa. Okay. Um, right. In my head, Owens is a face because Ciampa's the best heel in the biz right now. Why not just have two mean boys? Because yeah, Kevin's guys. not mean. He's just everyone hates him because he's annoying. <laughs> um. Yeah. I, I I don't know honestly. Like, um, I feel like Tommaso Ciampa could outgo Kevin I, Owens. Ah. Uh, you don't think so? No, and I like one of my favorite. This is even pre Kevin Owens, Kevin Steen, when he was wrestling his worst nightmare. He was untouchable. He okay. Was so fucking good in Ring of Honor. It was like when like it was like after his feud with um, Generico and everything, and he was still going. It was he was just unreal. Like he would come in the middle of matches and just like you cut these just fucking massive promos. Like he. He was the best brawler. Like he just he can go. Okay, because in my head, Tama- or Champa is a better worker, but maybe that's just because of I've seen WWE Kevin, and I've seen this Johnny feud Champa. Yeah, so I've seen both. Like, like in Ring of Honor, I've seen both PWG matches. I mean, I saw Tommaso live in PWG, which was really awesome. Yeah. Um, losing effort though. Yeah. They're, they both have had some great NXT moments as well. But, I mean, if you're going to go by full career um, right now, I mean, it's hard to compete with a guy who never should have made it. Yeah. yeah who never I mean, should have been where he is. Yeah. That's why I picked Owens. Like, being, his story is one of my favorite stories in Triple wrestling. Is like, like, in storyline and also, like, in real life, being, like, one of Triple H's guys and getting the nod to be the Universal Champion. Yeah. yeah. Like, the yeah. second one ever, like... That was still, like, one of the most shocking moments, like, since I started watching wrestling again, was him winning that Fatal 4-Way. was just like, how? Like... Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and Tommaso Ciampa has... His character has this, like, air of being definitely, like, a psychopath. It's his thing. He's very cold and, like, quiet kind yeah. of a thing with everything he does. And Kevin Owens is much more of, like... I feel like he could pull more shit out of his bag to yeah. be like, like I'm just gonna hit you with everything I got. Yeah, I will say though, Tommaso has a, a very, very good story too. Yeah, that for I, sure. Oh, yeah. You're aware of, like, oh, like his real life story. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, in in a lot of ways, he, another guy that shouldn't like, essentially shouldn't have made it either. If things went the way he wanted him to go, he we wouldn't be here today. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. No, he has an amazing story. He's an he's a a, a, a cool cool guy. Um. I just I, I gotta yeah. go with KO because his just his full body of work that he's done is it overshadows right now. Even though I think Tommaso, if we went just at this moment and within this block of time in a vacuum, Tommaso I would say would go over. Mm-hmm. I think you gotta have KO because it's KO. One yeah. for one for Kevin. I'm 100 percent with Kevin as well. Two for Kevin. Well, I mean, I'll fucking go. I'll go. I'm gonna go. Tommaso Champa. Well, Kevin wins. <laughs> Yay! I actually decision. wanted Kevin, wow. but I needed some drama. Kevin Owens and Kyle Kyle O'Reilly is round two for oh me. Oh my god, that's gonna be so good. Two just <laughs> silly boys, silly nasty boys. So uh, silly I will go next. It is Adam Cole, baby, baby, baby. baby. fuck, baby, against Mister Murder, Death, Killed. Nick no. fucking Gage. Oh my no. god! I have not seen that match, nor have I seen any uh, Nick Gage. Yes. Matches. So well, I'm going in blind. I have. 
I watched him get flown to the hospital in a helicopter and die. He died. Um, also, he is an ex-con. Rob the bank. Damn, that's like the coolest fucking thing to go down for. <laughs> and he almost died in a death match tournament. Yeah, the light tube you cut him, cut his side didn't open. Did you say he did die for a second? Yeah, he flatlined. That's crazy. He took shit. a flatliner. Yeah, took a flatliner. Oh, wait, and who's he up against in yours? Adam Cole, baby. Uh, both, both CZW wrestlers, by the way. That's yeah. insane. Adam, Adam Cole. Cole risked his beautiful face. So CZW isn't just death matches. Is oh, okay. They they do death matches, but they also do like indie wrestling too, like oh, okay. stuff. And so. Uh, he was actually trained by the current owner of CZW, DJ Hyde. But isn't that guy not a good wrestler? No, but he was trained by him. How is Adam Cole a good wrestler? You don't have to be a good wrestler to be a good trainer. Okay. You just have okay. to know how to be a good wrestler. Uh, okay. You can't do it. Okay. And also um, it helped him develop into a better wrestler because he was able to work with a lot more people. Yeah. Uh, Nick then, Gage, big guy, small guy? Small guy. Small guy? Smaller. Probably like six foot. Okay. Maybe 200 pounds, beer belly. Oh, really? A lot of blood. Yeah, very normal. Normal <laughs> Less looking blood guy. now than he used to have. Yeah. I mean, the way I would see this match going is basically like have a death match. Yeah, that's the so thing. out of the norm for would it be now. A, would it be a Adam death match? Win, yes. Have Adam okay. win because like yeah. that would like put him over so strong for the tournament. I would say death match and Adam Cole ends up like snaking a victory. Yeah, that'd be my my thought, but, but you get, don't get a vote. I don't get a say in this one. No, I'm definitely going Adam Cole. Fuck. Well, I knew everybody was gonna go Adam Cole. In this <laughs> yeah, one. And, and I'm going like, Nick Gate. Just <laughs> no, I'm going Adam Cole, baby. Yeah, and like you also just you want Adam Cole to be in your tournament. Of course. Yeah. Well, especially going next. Yeah, we'll have him and Kyle fight against each other. Oh man. What's your next match then? Like, what's your round two? Uh, Kazuchiko. Oh, my round two, like for the, those two. Yeah. Okada versus Cole. Jesus. <laughs> oh hell yeah. Just you know, I got Shibata versus Michaels, and then Cody versus Gargano. Yeah, my next week is uh, where'd it go? Um, Omega versus Bret Hart. <laughs> oh, you know I'm the best Canadian wrestler. Oh god. Yeah, bad. Kenny Omega. No, me. Even that's Kenny. Old to tell you. He gets inspiration from me. I mean, I think most wrestlers do, but... Yeah, that's because they know I'm the best. If you don't like it, tough shit! I don't think in your prime you could have held your own against Okada. Yeah, I think you could have. Really? Yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah, you probably could have. I'm not even the biggest Bret Hart fan, but yeah. <laughs> um, I'll go next. Okay. My, my next match is probably something that happened quite a bit at one point, but it's Finn Balor versus Tetsuya Naito. Oh, hell yeah. Dang. <laughs> that 2010, just best of Super Juniors. Yeah. Um. Mm. So for going off of right now, Naito's at a way better position. Mm. Um, Naito also was able to, in New Japan Pro Wrestling, transcend the junior division, and then even go to become a IWGP Heavyweight Title Holder, um, Intercontinental Title Holder. Um, but it took the fans literally turning on him and them having to send a like send him away. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna also throw this wrinkle in there that whoever wins this fights Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. Oh, nice. This is something to keep in mind. My thing with Finn Balor is he just seems like whether it's Prince Devitt or Finn Balor or whatever I've seen from him, it just seems like he is 100% work ethic. And I don't know, I Nido might be the same way, but Finn no, Balor he's just tranquilo. Seems, he is tranquilo. Yeah, that's right. But Finn Balor just seems like he 
puts everything he has into this craft that he loves and Legos. <laughs> he does. I think in this one though, Moon Girl Night though. I think he's just like a tougher some bitch. I sorry for cussing. It's, it's to me, it's like one of those ones where he's in a position, and like he was able to. If you even think about it in this way, because like where Ballard like never reached the heights he did in New Japan, but also he wasn't a homegrown guy like Tatsuya Naito is, but like nobody's ever had to work from being pretty much told you're not the main event guy, we don't want you. The fans literally voted that he wasn't going to get the main event spot mm. when yeah. he earned it, like those like that whole thing, and then he came back to now like Lij is one of the most popular factions in New Japan right now. As well as, I mean, then Finn Balor did help create the Bullet Club. I still want to go, like, he had to, like, he was built up by the company. Then he was pretty much sent away. It's like, fuck, we don't know what to do with you. Like, everybody shit on you. I gotta go with Naito. Naito's yeah. going. Also, just because of the thought of Naito versus Guerrero. What? Well, I'm gonna go with my baby boy Balor. Hog. Wow. I everyone am. knows how much I love Finn Balor and his, his precious abs and his sweet, sweet hog. <laughs> But um, I want to see Naito move on. I think I don't know. A win for Naito there, also like if you think about it in the terms of a like a tournament, like there'd be a huge like this. It'd be a big upset, like mm-hmm. and it'd be like holy shit. Yeah, get get the rub. Yeah, I just want to see Naito move on. Hell yes. We have Naito versus Guerrero. Damn. What's awesome. your next week's match? Uh, my next week's match is Matt Riddle versus Jimmy Havoc. No, poor feet. Oh my God. <laughs> Poor Which feet. I have looked up. It has happened before, but not, not full he on. He bit right. his foot. There was a, an elimination tables match with Matt Riddle, um, Jimmy Havoc, and oh my god, I'm forgetting his name. Big boy that just signed to NXT. Walter. Dijak. Oh. An elimination tables match where Jimmy Havoc literally climbed the top rope and jumped off through a table to eliminate himself because he realized who he was in the match with. That's fair. He was just like, I'm not doing this. And he bit Matt Riddle's foot. He also bit Matt Riddle's foot once. All right. All right. My match this week is the seven foot four. Oh, fuck. Andre I the, forgot. Andre the Giant versus Ricochet, who I don't know how tall he is. Like 5'9". I think he's like 5'10". Five 5'9", five says Google. Is it 5'9"? Yeah. Oh, fuck oh. yeah. So that is, that's the match. Explain this match. Um, this is, uh, one fall, uh, just a straight down, straight down the middle, uh, 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 wrestling match. I could just see Ricochet climbing on the Andre to the giant, like a jungle gym. My, my guess is just wear, wear the giant down. There's no way that Andre the giant could out wrestle (laughs) Ricochet or catch him ever or catch him ever. It's it's such a weird, like a fucking spider monkey. It's such a weird, like mix of styles. And if you think of like Andre that's prime. Wrestling has just evolved and changed so much. It's hard to even think about this one. Yeah, it is. I think there'd be a few spots where like Ricochet's outrunning Andre, and Andre just literally turns the correct direction and like clotheslines him, like, and then almost murders him. And, almost, and he like, does a double flip. It's there. like fighting a big boss in a video this game. This is what I would think it would end up being because like you can't have Ricochet pin Andre. You can't. It'd just be like he like just gets gets him like tired and counts about. It would look silly. Yeah, to have pretty much a, a every, 
Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, to have Ricochet pin Andre the Giant. Yeah. Like every I want to see it, though. Almost every time Andre lost in his career, except for a couple of really big matches, were by count out and, like, I just feel like he, he does the WWE thing where he, like, hits the post and then, like, falls down and then, like, can't get back in the ring and Ricochet's Or just... recreate Princess Bride ending and just mm-hmm. sleeper hold him. Yeah. I feel like that's what Ricochet would do because that's, like, a... I don't know, a fanboy type of thing. Not saying Ricochet is like a fanboy, but oh, he, is. He, must, he knows he knows his crowd. So you don't think he's going to do the job ski to Andre? No. Well, my thought would be like he's going to like run and like kill Ricochet because like he just, after he like catches him once in the clothesline, he's fucking beating him up for like five, ten minutes. And then like he's going to run him like over like through like a barricade. Then he goes through just himself. Ricochet slides in. Ten count. And Ricochet moves on. Yeah. Because I don't want to think about Andre. Like, Andre, like, he's a he's a spectacle. He wasn't a fucking wrestler. This is the most spectacle match that we could possibly get in this Yeah, I mean, he's my wild card pick. I didn't think he was going to take the... the, the t- <laughs> I didn't think he was going to get knocked out first fucking round. Good for Ricochet. He doesn't have hair for Andre to step on. That's true. Yeah. That was the thing he loved to and do. And he better buy him a barrel of wine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my vote's for Ricochet, if that's not clear. Same. Same. Alright, so next week for me, then, uh... Oh, well, so that's going to go to Daniel Bryan versus Ricochet. Fuck! And then, uh, so next week, I got William Regal versus Young Buck Nick Jackson. <laughs> weirdest. So weird. You got the weirdest. You have the weirdest one. card. And I just had Nick Gage versus that one. Yeah. <gasps> yeah, mine is like... I felt, Well, so I felt like last time we did it, we, we just picked our like favorite wrestlers. And, that's what I did this time. And it, well, no, I mean, me too, to an extent, but it's like also... You know, I want there, there's wrestlers that I like that I want to learn more about, like Fit Finley, like William Regal. I was trying to pick like last time, like guys that I wanted you guys to look up. Yeah, like so the, Dalton Castle, Chuck Taylor, Johnny Gargano. Yeah, but these guys I just kind of want to talk about uh, because I don't know a lot about some of their stuff, talk, but I, talk I, I about do enjoy them. Strapping the rocket to everybody, by the way. Right. Hell yeah. After we get him in the tournament, Chuck Taylor wins PWG Championship. Johnny Gargano has that giant ascent to the top of NXT. Yeah. Don Castle wins the Ring of Honor title. Oh, I'm the man. Yeah. I'm just giving everybody the rub ski. You're putting welcome. Your, putting yourself over over there. Yeah. Brother, brother. Someone's got to put me over. <laughs> um, Let's wrap her up. Yeah. You can follow me online at DuckShirt on Instagram and Twitter and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, You can follow me on Twitter at OsterCoaster. On Instagram at Blue Oster Colt with a V. And the V part is actually instead of the C. Yeah. <laughs> v. Volt. Blue Oster Volt. Is that like, is that's Blue, my energy drink. Blue Oster Volt. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. Um, Jolt Cola. Also, if you go to bit.ly slash Russell Boys merch and buy a shirt, we will donate all the proceeds to races. R-A-I-C-E-S, not racists. Fuck them. We will give no money to racists. We promise. I actually go- me by WWE merch. Sorry. Then we- oh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I haven't bought a shirt, even though that uh, uh, showdown at the Swamp shirt's on sale. Oh, dude, that shirt is God. cool. Um, I know. Problematic wrestling. Yeah, so all of it. I try real hard not to not to do that. Right. Even like I look up restaurants and I'm like, who owns this fucker? And then I go eat at McDonald's because it's 
bad. Uh, well, also, you're in queue. I mean, you got like three options. Yeah, we're getting a Taco Bell. Yeah. Enjoy the runs, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to still eat McDonald's. Actually, I'm not going to eat McDonald's. Let me eat. Hey. Uh, why am I talking about this? Um, I want to hear. Yeah. So follow us. Follow me. Follow Matt on drums. Matt underscore on underscore drums <laughs> on Instagram. Also check out uh, at Wrestle Drums on Instagram. Uh, coming up, my, the next video I'll be posting is the 10th video. Woo! Oh, so, uh, he just posted Cash's own on it. Sick. It's actually going to be uh, Rainbow Mysterio 619. <laughs> <laughs> Booyaka! And uh, what you going to do when they come for you? <laughs> Check out at Zeno Paparino on Instagram. Also check out Bridal Giant, the band. Check out Urban Outfielders, the band. Uh, our newest album, Two Outs, should be up on Spotify um, on July 14th. And if you want a little taste of what Bridal Giant sounds like. I guarantee you so hard it sounds nothing like that horrible fucking noise. I'm sorry for your ears. I'm sorry that we wasted your time. In general. <laughs> in general, I'm sorry. This whole thing is a waste of everyone's time. That's what podcasts are. But we're like doing it. Podcasts and wrestling are a waste of time, and I fucking love it. Yeah. Well, you can follow me at my chemical dad pants Great on name. Instagram and at kfabe dad on. Twitter. Great name. Follow us at wrestleboys. Great name. Thank you on Twitter and at genuine wrestleboys on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Also, please go to audibletrial.com/wrestleboyscast. Get a fucking book, you fucking marks. I'm tired of fucking. I don't like. I don't like being a parent. You know. I don't like bringing the hammer down. But guess what? You brought it out of me, and I just have to be a little stern now. Oh, bludgeon brother Matt over here bringing yeah. the hammer down. You brought it. You, you brought it out of me, and now I gotta be stern. Listen to a fucking book, or Listen you to a book, or we're gonna have a whole episode of Brett. Yeah. I want oh, no. that, so don't buy any oh, books. No. So we, Oops, all Brett. We're, we're either going to have an episode where Brett's going to be here the whole time. Isai, well, I want that more Johnny than Ace. anything. And it'll be just those It could two. be like a half hour episode. And so I'm um, saying, if we don't get one this week, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to talk to Brett. He'll be more than up for the challenge. <laughs> Please don't buy a book. I want this so bad. I'm going to no. I'm gonna bring Johnny Ace in and give him a barrel of wine. Yeah. <laughs> so please don't go to audibletrial.com slash WrestleBoysCast. Yeah. If you book. want the best episode of the show you'll ever get, and I just want to watch Isai um, or Brett Hart talk for half an hour straight. Um, yeah. Our so podcasts anyway. are not a hour or a half hour long, dear. Uh, well, it's not. Good. It'll be. A, it'd be a short it, it one. It would not. Nope. Full episode. You watch a shoot interview with Bret Hart. <laughs> Did you hear the part where I said I gave Johnny Ace a barrel of wine? He's not going to stop talking. <laughs> oh God, I do oh, not. Man. I do not condone drunk fucking John Laurinaitis up in my house. <laughs> I do. Slurring all kinds well, of nasty, Matt, probably uh, speech. Hey, he probably, Matt, probably Matt, say some dirty words. That's going to be my guest. No, nobody, nobody goes to Please go to audibletrial.com slash WrestleBoysCast to get a book so we don't have to sit through that. I'm going to be on fire. all next week's episode. Can John Cena show up too? Uh, John, The Johns will both be here. Cool. Um, I'm inviting I've never them seen over. Ace and, and Cena in the same room. It's they usually time, drive but. together and like to keep the car warm. <laughs> John, John, Brett and Braun. I'll have to figure out an uh, impression. Talk about the, the engine, not like the inside. Oh, okay, yeah. It's a weird thing. John is very particular about his cars. It's one of his rules. Yeah. But you right. know, Matt, um, I really don't appreciate you not wanting me on the podcast. I want you on the podcast in so small doses. Well, you're going to hopefully yeah, you not would get don't. me next week because the people are going to buy a fucking book. 
anything anything you want to want us to what match of yours should we should we watch this week brett um you guys should all watch my match i had with owen okay uh SummerSlam, the cage match it was a really good match really good match i was gonna say in preparation of uh an hour of brett next week you should watch the iron man match from wrestlemania yeah, <laughs> i put over the boy toy sean michaels yeah. you're actually wrestling wrestling kenny omega next week yeah kenny's a really good wrestler i think he's kind of unsafe sometimes and you know he just needs to He's learned how to really tell a story. But you know what? He's from Canada. He's told some of the best stories in wrestling. You take that back. He's learned how to tell a story and really use psychology. I think it's really gone, except for guys like Pete Dunne. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks, Brett. The excellence of execution of this podcast says you guys should all be thankful that I'll be here next week. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so thank you, everyone, for listening. Happy Rusev Day. Happy Bret Hart Day. Happy Bret Hart Day. That's a day I would fucking celebrate. You got your own holiday in Canada? You just have yes. to be bitter as fuck all day. I mean, that's me half the time anyway. You just not so, have a job? Especially after I watch Raw. Um, WrestleBoys316 says, despite all my rage, I'm still just a brawn in a cage. Fingy. Zai Rusev from Rusev Day.